time. Let's do the Psalm number 18. <clears throat> All right, so if you are there, I will just read this and follow with your eyes. There are a lot of verses in chapter 18. I will just maybe uh, stop somewhere, verse number um, verse number 20, or see. Just follow your eyes, I will read this. Bible says, chapter 18 of the book of Psalm, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death come past me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. There went up and spoke out of his nostrils, and fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. And he rode upon a cherub and did fly. Yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. And the, at the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the highs um, gave his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them. And he shut out lightnings and discomfited them. Then the channels of waters were seen, and the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. He sent from heaven, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, and from them which hated me, for they were strong for me. Sorry, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also in a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hand of my hands, had he recompensed me. This right. <clears throat> Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, now once again for um, the deliverance that you have given to David and he wrote here um, the experience of victory and blessing not because of his might but because of your favor upon his life Lord um, you are you are loved by King David you are loved um, by that king uh, so dearly and Lord it is a, a good thing for us to see how he loved you uh, so, Lord, we can see also ourselves um, how to love you. Because this man, Lord, um, uh, depended on you in everything. And all his life, Lord, was 
was uh, he relied uh, upon your blessing and upon your favor upon his life. And therefore, O oh God, he was delivered. And Lord, it was a sweet victory to King David. And Lord, to everyone also that will put his trust in you, they will also experience that sweet victory. And Lord, I pray that um, every one of us here will experience the same. And I pray that uh, we can see how uh, beneficial it is for um, all of us, uh, your people, to love you. And it's not because of uh, the benefits, Lord, but because uh, it must be coming out of our heart that we love you with all uh, our hearts and our mind. And I pray, O oh God, that um, we can have this um, love also to emulate. And I pray that uh, we will be acceptable in your eyes. That, Lord, um, throughout our life, you will be magnified. And, Lord, bless us this morning and help us to understand this passage of Scripture and this um, book of Psalm chapter 8. And help your people also to see it upon their own uh, personal walk with you. And how King David um, showed this to the people and how he um, has gotten the victory uh, through his devotion to your name. Bless all of us this morning once again. Amen. Again, blessing uh, the great deliverance that King David experienced here in chapter 18. He has that great confidence. He has that great hope. The trust of this great psalmist, King David, that he placed upon God, the God of his salvation, is something that you know, we can reflect upon ourselves whether we have such kind of love towards God. The occasion uh, of the writing of this psalm, um, this is the time where King David had gotten the deliverance. He has the um, opportunity of praising God because of what God has done in his life to, um, to, to give him the victory great deliverance from his adversaries and the chief of all his adversaries was no you know less than the king of israel at the time king saul king saul was the king of israel and he king david here uh, described his dilemma he feels that he has only one escape to this he only has one escape so that he can be delivered from the hands of Saul. And that is the intervention of his God. Because at that time, King, King Saul was um, after him. He's all out to, king, uh, to kill King David. And that's the problem that King David had. So because uh, God intervened, intervened in his life, and therefore he was delivered. And that's why he wrote this this is the praise for deliverance. In in Psalm chapter, um, <clears throat> Psalm chapter seventy six, Psalm chapter seventy six, and in verse number, uh, verse number eight, it says that Thou didst cause judgment to be heard from heaven; the the earth feared and was still. So that is a. Um, what David said that he calls upon the Lord and the Lord heard from heaven 
so the Lord can really hear. You know, upon the cry of his people, upon our individual lives, the Lord can hear us. <clears throat> that is a great blessing that it's not just the pastor can be heard by God. Even the smallest child, even the, you know, the, the, the smallest member of our church, yep. when one cries unto the Lord, the Lord can hear from heaven. And that is such a great encouragement to all. King David cried unto the Lord, and the Lord heard from heaven. The Almighty, David said in Psalm 18, verse number 9, he said, um, He bowed the heavens also. God, that is our God, our God bowed the heavens. When you come and and, and, and pray unto the Lord, the Lord, the heavens, will bow down to listen to your prayer. To reach wherever you are. And he said here, um, the enemy will send his arrows, but the Lord also will send arrows to protect us. And our God will scatter and uh, discomfits the enemies of God's people. And that's what uh, it is said in, actually, it is in verse number 49. Notice that. Verse number 49 in um, Psalm 18. Therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heaven, and sing praises unto thy name. So praises can be um, given unto the Lord our God because of his great salvation. Now notice here from verses 1 to 3, verses 1 to 3 of this chapter of Psalm 18, um, this uh, speak about the saving power of our God. And notice verse number one. He said, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. These are powerful words. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. So what does it say is that um, this is David's expression coming from his heart. This is coming from within him. Out of his heart, he expressed out, and this is actually a personal feelings that he has. Each one of us, we have our own personal feeling towards God. And here David, he just expressed what he had inside in his heart. He said to God, I will love thee. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. There is a determination in the heart of David. The word there, I will. Because he was in distress. He did not complain. Lord, what happened here? Why are you not helping me? Why are you allowing me to, to go through this hardship? He did not say that. He, he was in hardship. He was in uh, difficulty. And yet, he determines in his heart that even though he's in hardship, even though God has a power to remove that, and God didn't at the time, he still determined in his heart, Lord, I will love thee. 
I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. This, these words, my friend, these words are not to be spoken unseriously. These words uh, were spoken coming from the heart to the object of one's love. And that is coming from David's heart. And in this case, it is the intimate expression of a human and the divine relationship. It is us and our relationship with our God. It must be spoken. It must be coming from the heart. Because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Now, when you murmur, that's because your heart is full of discontentment. When you murmur, it's just coming out because your heart is full of, um, you know, uh, dissatisfaction and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, uh, disagreement with, with, with the Lord. But when you experience um, that unconditional love in your heart towards God, you will speak this because this is uh, overflowing in your heart that it comes out of your mouth. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. I know this here. Um, in fact, with this kind of uh, expression, the Lord Jesus Christ wanted us to say this from our mouth. And in fact, the Lord Jesus Christ said that uh, you shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And this is, in fact, the greatest commandment. The first and the greatest commandment. And the Bible says the second is to love our neighbor as ourselves. So this expression of David was affirmed by the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament. In verse number two, verse number two, he said, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. Wow. This verse, as you can see, with all its picturesque image, the, the expression of David here to describe God, this can be considered as the, David's statement of faith. We have our own statement of faith in our church, but David expressed this in few words. He said that God is his rock, God is his fortress. God is his deliverer. He's not depending upon his own army. He did not depend upon his own chariots. Right. They are there. Of course, they are ready to protect him. But his trust is not in them. His trust is in the Lord. Amen. He is my deliverer. The one that can deliver David is not the multitude of his army. That's why he got it. Got it wrong when he numbered his soldiers. When he numbered the soldiers, um, he, he knew that he was wrong. So, my friend, where do you put your trust today? Do you put your trust in your company that is so you know big company and 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 and, and um, you have a stable job, 
Do not put your trust in your stable jobs. Do you put your trust because you are still young and you are still strong? Do you put your trust because um, you are stable and your family uh, and, your, and your parents are able to help you? No, do not put your trust on anyone. Do not put your trust to your wife. Do not put your trust to your husband. Do not put your trust to anyone. But put your trust in the Lord. Yep. David himself. He puts his trust in the Lord only. He is, he is his rock. He is his fortress. His deliverer. He said God is his strength. And God in whom he trusts. He is the buckler. The horn of his salvation. And his high tower. You see. It is really interesting to see. How David described this. As we can see that these are all. Military metaphors. Here David. Is thinking in terms of. Militarily victory. He won battles. He won the fierce struggle. And. The places where he fought against the enemy and the situation of the war, it was amazing how the Lord um, spared him. He used, he used these terms. He's saying that in essence, God is the only one that can give him the victory over this strong and formidable enemy in the person of King Saul because King Saul has all the resources King Saul was the, the the head of the state and he has all the money, he has all the resources he has all the people he has all the army everything is you know um, um, under King Saul's command and David was running away from him. And there you can see that he has the uh, feeling or he has the confidence and assurance that the Lord his God will establish his kingdom. The Lord his God, he is the one that will prolong his life and secure his throne. He has no doubt in his mind how the Lord will, will make it happen. He doesn't know at the time how, but the, the, the current situation of David was he was in danger. He was in dire danger. His life is going to be taken away at any time. But the only escape to this is God and his intervention upon his life. So here, as we can note here that David called upon the Lord. He called on God. And something happened. And that will tell us that when you call upon God, something will happen. And that is what God said. And that is what the Lord Jesus Christ said. According to the Lord Jesus, when you call upon God, something will happen. He said, ask when you ask, and you shall receive. So when you call, something will happen. You will receive what you have asked for. 
God knew David. But the good thing is, David also knew God. And vice versa. And it's hard, you know, as Christians today, all of us knew God. We have known God. And we know Him. When we are asked, if we are asked whether we are saved, perhaps we raise our hand. But when we raise our hand, I wonder if the Lord Jesus Christ sitting somewhere there, if the Lord Jesus Christ will confirm and raise also his hand, whether we are saved or not. The Lord Jesus Christ, um, he said, I think in Psalm chapter 10, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. See, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them. God knows his people, and thank God we know him. And here, David called, and he can call upon the Lord at any time, not only to request the favor of God, but most importantly in, in the heart of David, it's not just to ask God for favor, but in the time of his call upon God, he can express his praises to God. What is important to you when you pray? Is it the object of your prayer? Or is it not the time that we can give praises to God? Where our, our being are being built into that, we are created for that purpose, to give praises and honor to our God. When, it, when time comes that we come to God in prayer, I hope that it's not just asking, although it should be asking, but it should not only be asking, because that is the time where we can praise unto the Lord. We can give the glory that we, that's the only glory we can give to the Lord. That's the only time that we can, you know, form our strength and to give praise unto the Lord. And that is what God desires in us. The praises from our mouth, the praises from our heart. Because that is the reason why we are created. That is the reason why we are here on this planet. To give praise unto the Lord. That you should show forth the praises of Him who had called you out of darkness into His marvelous light which in time past were not the people, but now we are the people of God. In time past, we, are, we have not, you know, obtained mercy, but now we have obtained mercy. In Revelation chapter 4, verse number 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure. Whose pleasure? God's pleasure. That's why you are created. That's why I am created. For God's pleasure. They are and were created. You see, we, we come to the Lord to give Him praise. To give Him the glory. That is the reason why we, we come. Of course, we ask for favor, and that is okay, 
and that is also, you know, um, uh, commendable, that we need to come for favor from God, but most importantly, brothers and sisters, it's not just all asking, yep. but all also praising. Yep. Praising the Lord. Every prayer should include an expression of praise. God is worthy of our admiration. Yep. Why? Because praise is comely. The other word of comely is beautiful. The, you know, praise is beautiful. Praise is comely in the sight of the Lord. Psalm 33. Psalm 33. Verse number one. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous. For praise is comely for the upright. And notice also in Psalm chapter 147. Psalm chapter 147. <clears throat> Praise ye the Lord, verse number 1. Praise ye the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. It is beautiful. You have no money? Just praise the Lord, and that will save the day. You have problem? Just praise the Lord. Lord, thank you for the problem. Thank you for the problem. This will put me in a position closer to you because of the problem. Now, Lord, I can call upon you because I have a problem. So, every problem that we experience will bring us closer to God. So, thank God for the problem. Yep. Do not despise problem. You see, um, the Lord is really good to us. There's no doubt that all of us have experienced God's uh, goodness and His abundant mercy and blessing. But it's just that many of us could not recognize it every day. It's just that we are, um, you know, uh, overwhelmed with our selfishness and our um, dissatisfaction of things. And that's why we cannot praise the Lord. But actually, we have all the reasons to thank the Lord and to praise the Lord. Time is it. We run out of time, but we are only taking three verses there out of 50 verses. Imagine what year are we going to finish this chapter now? <laughs> but again, it's enjoyable. Psalm chapter 18 is a beautiful chapter yeah. of um, Psalm. And we have taken verses 1 to 3. In fact, only verse number, verse number 2. We have not taken verse number 3 yet. But we will not go there. We will, we will just reserve this for next week. So we have a lot of um, verses to take from chapter 18. So we will we will finish this next week. This power has prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord. What a blessing it is to see the heart of this man, King David. He praised you, Lord. He praised you for the deliverance. And Lord.
also happening to many of us who have experienced victory in our lives. When we call upon your name and you answered us, Lord, you heard, you heard our prayers from heaven. You um, bowed the heavens so that our prayers can be heard. And in many circumstances in our lives, and in many situations, Lord, you have come to our rescue, you have come to, to save us, and Lord, we enjoy every blessing that you have given to us. Lord, allow us to recognize all the blessings. Allow us, Lord, to, um, to acknowledge it upon our remembrance, upon our minds, so that, Lord, it can drive us to give praises unto your name, because praise is comely. Praise is beautiful. And Lord, we ought to give thee praise every single moment because you are worthy of all praise. Bless Lord your people once again. And thank you for this uh, beautiful chapter of the book of Psalm. The, the Psalm uh, of praise for deliverance. Bless all of us in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's take a break and have some drinks.